Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Well, did the shuffle on the offensive line meet your expectations? I think this is pretty much how you laid it out the other day for Sam Pittman. Left tackle, either Devon Manuel or Andrew Chambly. Left guard, Bo Limmer. Center, Patrick Kudis. Right guard, Joshua Braun. Right tackle, Brady Latham. Yeah, it was almost eerie. I, I laid it out after he said that about mixing some guys up. I was just like, well, we know Lemmer can play guard, obviously. Latham can play tackle, um, you know, and uh, I, I don't know. Just I, I guess I nailed it on all that. Even Dominic Johnson playing tight end from yep. a couple of years ago, right. you know, it made sense because he's probably their best blocker at running back. They've got to have somebody who can block. Right now, the tight ends that they're using out there, they can't block and they can't catch. So that's a problem, especially when they're using so many tight end sets, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense either if your tight end uh, group isn't that strong. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so um, I think that's, you know, Manuel's a little banged up. Uh, he didn't do a whole lot today. It's, it's probably going to be Chambly at left tackle for him. Uh, they, just, they just can't get the guy healthy is, is what it's coming down to with him. He did like one rep out there today. Um, and Marion Harris working second team left tackle. Um, and Pittman was basically with the offensive line the whole time we were, you know, out there. <laughs> He'd been out there both days, Monday and Tuesday, um, working with the offensive line. So, uh, obviously there's a lot to oversee there with that position group. And, um, you know, the tight ends are right by the offensive line in their individual groups too. So you can keep an eye on that area too. Uh, do you see Dominic? as an H back more than just a inline tight end or, or how do you see Dominic? Well, it's not an ideal situation, is it? I mean, Dominic's probably six, two, you know, he's not a hulking tight end. There've been other tight ends that have been that size that, you know, um, and he's, he's got plenty of weight on him. So he could probably, probably do both. I think you work him at both. I think you continue to work him at running back because, the running backs haven't been great blocking either. <laughs> I mean, they just haven't. Uh, you know, I think Dominion has really kind of struggled in that area. Give You give uh, Rocket Sanders a pass for the block he missed Saturday. I mean, he's just coming back off an injury uh, and has been out so long. So I think you keep running, working him at running back, keep working him in, in the tight end roles. I think, you know, whether that's inline tight end or sniffer or whatever they want to use him as, uh, I think that they need some help there blocking. I mean, they've got guys out there who are just out there to block because they're not good receivers, and they're struggling blocking. So, got to do something. Been a lot of whiffs. Unfortunately, the best answer they've got. Yeah, a lot of whiffs. You know, we saw yeah. on Saturday running back. Oh, Kudis was the other one, Randy. That's what I didn't mention with Kudis playing center because we know he practiced center a good bit in the spring before they decided they needed him at tackle. Obviously, tackle hasn't worked out for him. He's just kind of getting folded over there, and it's an issue. So... Latham's not an ideal solution either at tackle, but he can play there and has played there, you know, times when they've had injuries here and there. They've bumped him out to left tackle, but he's a righty now. So he's 
you know, got to get used to playing over on that right side. But probably their best option. It was something that I wanted to see them attempt to do in the spring when they were having some issues at tackle. Um, but they just they never really did. So now they are. Trey, did you get a chance to watch the snaps by Kudis? Because with Bo Limmer, it's been high, low, bouncing, more high than low, yeah. and high more than even the ones he's bounced back. But what about Kudis? Yeah. Well, at worst, it's going to be high, low, and all over the place like it was before, right? <laughs> so, Boy, that's not much. Change. We build yeah. a lot of confidence there. Right. Now, I, I didn't notice anything. Uh, I didn't notice anything wild with his snaps so far. So that's good. That's good. That doesn't mean it won't happen in a game, but so far I haven't noticed anything. Uh-huh. I think it's a better fit for him inside. I mean, you, those edge rushers in the SEC, you know, you got to be an athlete outside on the edge to, to block those guys. And not that he's not, but you also have to be like, you know, some of the, there's some technique issues here, like really understanding leverage and stuff. And not that that's not, you know, also true inside. It's just, I think, you know, the need to be like rangy athletic is mitigated more inside. You've got people, you know, on both sides of you. So maybe that'll help him. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Bo is, I mean, Bo Lemmer's an all SEC guard. He's been he's made all SEC, but he's not an all SEC center. So hopefully, that it's not a good situation when you have to do this in the middle of the season. It's not this isn't going to no. be like a magic bullet, and it's you know oh well they're so much better. Uh, but hopefully they're not going to be just horrendous. Is what I mean that's what they've been so far. They've just been just really really bad, especially at the tackle spots. And that was something I think is surprising because you talked to Sam Pittman. And how do you want to build your offensive line? First two spots, center and the tackles. Figure out who your center is, figure out who your tackles are, and then figure out who your guards are after that. And those have been the three positions that have struggled the most. They've all struggled. I mean, Braun will either just road grade you or whiff. And I don't think I've ever seen Latham on, you know, the ground so much, not like on his back, just like on the ground falling. I don't think Latham is 100% healthy either. And that's been a big problem for him. So hopefully this will take him up a notch. I don't think it's going to solve all their problems, though. Okay, Trey, this has been brought up on our show, so I'm, I'm not sharing my opinion on this. This has been brought up before the season. This strength coach is Superman because everybody's bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Are they strong? If they can't make six inches by sneaking with the quarterback, yeah. are we to believe this is an offensive line that has improved its strength since last year? Well, we know that, I mean, Lemmer's strength numbers are up. Kudis is up. The strength numbers are up. I I see some technique issues and, you know, just some some leverage issues, really. And I think that's been part of it. But the strength numbers are up. And as far as the moving six inches, I mean, to me, you need to be under center (laughs) to really tell. I totally agree. That's what it means. So why didn't they call that? If they think they've got a stronger line. Why didn't Pittman have? Right. right. The answer that we you... get from them is, you know, they're loading up the A gaps. They're and, loading you know, up every gap on fourth and one. Every gap exactly. is loaded. Not just that gap. Every gap is loaded. So if you go to any other gap, it's harder to get there than it is if you go straight ahead. Right? Am I, I mean, right? You're taking the words right out of my mouth. I'm going. <laughs> I'm, that's where, exactly where I'm going. Yeah. But we see these teams do it. I mean, how many? If anybody's on Twitter, you've seen a million videos of. 
um, you know, the tush push where they line the quarterback yeah. up in the center and they basically mm-hmm. got two guys behind them with right. their arms ready to go like on his rear end, basically right. ready to grab his butt and throw him forward and push him as much as far as they can. And you'd like to think if you got a center that can squat 700 pounds that you could, yes. you know, you could plow away. But, you know, Thank on that you. fourth and one call, I thought that was – I thought Latham maybe anticipated what was going to happen or something, but Latham kind of just dove and was on the ground and the play was blown up. It just takes one guy. It takes one guy to mess up to make the whole group look bad. Mm. It only takes your center going a little bit forward to make six inches, and then it doesn't matter yes. who else falls on the ground. But you got to have a quarterback under center. That, exactly. Starts there. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. All right, Trey. But I, you also let's 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 also, you know, I want to make sure I say this: punt, punt it away. Well, no, I disagree. You're in your own that. end zone. It's a ten-six game. No. If you make it, you're at the thirty-nine-yard line. It's okay. Why are you trying to decide the momentum right. in this moment? Trey, let me ask you this. They're playing okay. Ole Miss Saturday. Ole yes. Miss has an amazing offense. If it's fourth mm-hmm. and one from their 40 or further on, do you think they should go for it? Depends on how the game is going. Well, they better because they can't. I don't know if they're going to stop Ole Miss very much. Fourth and one from their own end? From their own 40-yard line, just like it was last week. 40-yard line, fourth and one. Do you think Ole Miss will go for fourth and one from their own 40? Every time. I think they will. Every time. But they're also good at it. They are good at it. That's right. I saw your Arkansas tweet. Arkansas is not. Oh, I saw your tweet. You said they were the worst fourth and one team in America. I saw that. They are. Yeah. They okay. are. They're the worst. They're the worst goal line team. All right, gentlemen. Uh, this they is... struggled. Look at how many times they struggled in the goal. Even when they got under center, when they got under center against Western Carolina, they put the ball on the ground. Hmm. The ball was on the ground at the goal line. There was another time, I think the next week, where – you know, Lemmer snapped the ball funny. They were in a shotgun, and KJ had to, or it was a low yeah. snap. KJ had yeah. to pick it up off the ground. Luckily, yeah. find Andrew Armstrong. They're just not good when they get inside the 10-yard line. They're just not, and they're not good in fourth and one. You'd rather them be in fourth and five. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live fin feedback. Bill says, Trey, how did we get here? In the bowl game last season, guys like Marion Harris had promising performances. Then Pittman talks about feeling like they have too deep at each position. Ty Washington looked good in the bowl game. But we have to move Johnson over there. Help me understand. Okay. Well, what you have to understand is Kansas's players fight tooth and nail. But from a pure talent perspective, I mean, Kansas doesn't have the same level of talent as Arkansas does. They just they will fight, and they got a good scheme. I think that's what it comes down to. It's not Kansas's defensive line is not anything in the same hemisphere as what we saw on Saturday. Oh no, 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 no! All right, let's talk with uh, Forrest. Forrest, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. You uh, bet. I'm, uh, I'm a fan since uh, 1954. My dad went to the university, but nice. uh, and I've asked y'all to pray for my wife. She has pancreatic cancer as her third no. treatment. Uh, we've been married Sorry 55 years, day to day years. But what I was on the offensive line deal, too. Have they considered Josh Street? They said he can play guard or center, but I'm going to tell you something else he might can play. He's 6'6", 311 pounds. He can play tight end. I know that would be a, you know, technique deal, but uh, they got to have somebody block out there. Yeah, I've thought about Thank that too. Like, is there is there an offensive lineman that they could 
you know, play at tight end, who would be a threat to catch passes. You know, Jason Peters was – he's a pretty rare athlete. He's 41 years old or so and still in the NFL right now. But uh, he's a pretty rare um, athlete who played tight end at Arkansas, played tackle in the NFL. But I don't know if there's that guy – I mean, I don't know who can catch on this team. you got to, you know, still be at least a threat to catch the ball. Uh, if, jo- if they felt Josh Street was one of their best offensive linemen, then he would be playing. You what know, happened to Amara Wiggins could be the starting center, then he would be playing. What is happening? I heard a call this morning on another radio show where somebody was suggesting that they were playing favorites. I mean, <laughs> oh my you don't. This isn't high school. <laughs> this is major college football. You play favorites just because they're your favorites, not because they're the best player. Um, then you deserve to be fired day of whenever that's yeah. discovered. That's not what's happening here. Trey, I've got several questions about. Uh, two players, Varkis Gums, what's happened with him or happening with him. Then the other, what about Tykeese Crawford? Yeah, Tykeese, um, I don't know. Tykeese is a, kind of a mystery. It seems like he would be a guy that would help them. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he looks the part. We've always just kind of been like, we're just kind of waiting, you know, waiting on him to come along. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I will say in today in fastball, they had Ty Washington um, and Varquez Gums with the ones. But when they went to team, you know, when they media's left and they really get to it, uh, they had Sherman and Gums out with the first group at tight end. So Gums, Gums is going to play. You know, I mean, I think that the plan was probably for it to be him and Luke has playing a significant amount both those guys are very similar inside like i mean you put them next to each other they are the exact same height um so very similar size players so they need gums to to take that next step and uh, be the guy that they recruited him to be is he up on the playbook i've heard that is yeah one of his drawbacks if he's not up on the playbook five weeks in then i mean that's a big problem I mean, it's, it's been enough time. Got you. All right, let's talk with uh, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Well, a couple things. Trey, I want to throw out a theory. And you may totally disagree. But, uh, you know, well, Sam does that, so I'm going to try. All right, okay. here's the deal. <laughs> well. um, and I like Sam. I'm just messing with him. But uh, I, I, here's the deal. Um, you remember when Dan was hired. And Sam asked uh, Dan, hey, or Dan, actually Dan asked Sam, do you want me to use the same verbiage that Kendall Browse used? Or do you want me to change it? And I'm not saying it's the whole issue. I'm just throwing out a small little theory here. I think this team is also, you know, we're talking about the playbook. I think they're struggling with some of the verbiage of the playbook. And I, I really do, and I think it's everyone. I don't. KJ may understand it, but you just said it. If it, it just takes one to not know what to do on a certain play, and or mess up or get beat or whatever, and it messes up everything. And they're still in the gun most of the time. Obviously, we know they're still in the gun on fourth and one. What about that? Uh, what about that little formation they like? They did run around the goal line. You know, everybody was in the A and the B got thin where they had the three backs in the backfield. What's what's wrong with yeah. going to that on one? The dead two. You know, and I, yeah. 
I mean, I, that's that's what I don't understand. You can't sit here and tell us as fans. I know we're all stupid and we don't know nothing about football. But, and I'm just saying we're not coaches, but you can't tell us, you know, hey, you know, we, if we thought we could get it, well, you ain't getting it the other way either. So you got to do something else. I mean, that's just my thing. Anyways, y'all have a good one. Yeah. We went so far, I'm not even sure what we started on. <laughs> I'm not sure either. Uh, let's see. I think I can. Um, okay. Okay. By the way, J.K. wants to know, Trey, where you played high school football. Was that in Sheridan? Sheridan. Sheridan. Okay, yep. you answered the Coach one Jenkins. about Crawford. You answered the one about Gums. Uh, let's see. Okay, I think we're semi Semi caught up for the moment. Let's uh, check in with Big Papa. Big Papa, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I, I just wanted to know, uh, did, Trey, did you ever play football? Yes. You played football? I played well, football. You was talk, yeah, well, you were talking about this summer about those guys that could catch the ball, and, and you was right about this. You was right about they could catch the ball. The problem why KJ holding that ball so long, we ain't gonna y'all talk about the offensive line enough. Those guys do not have no separation speed. That's the problem. KJ don't want the wide to receivers. The, ball down there. the wide receivers do not have separation speed. Yeah, I don't know if I would totally agree with that. I mean, I would love, first. I'd love what? to see Isaiah Satania get out there. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Um, I mean, when you look at the testing numbers, they. I mean they. They're pretty solid. One of the problems with KJ is, to me, is he's a really good deep ball thrower. That's his best attribute, and he doesn't really get the time to throw the ball. And I don't know how much, like the quick game, I don't know how much that's going to work for him. But um, you know, like Andrew Armstrong's testing numbers are pretty legit. So are you know, so are uh, Isaac Tesla. He may not have the the same twitch as some of the other guys, but he can jump and run, and he is big and tall. I think a big problem has just been, I, I, I mean, if you can't block, then you can't, nothing gets set up. And I heard Matt Stinchcomb say on TV when I went back and watched the game, he had time to throw this, and I'm watching it, and the guy's got a hold of his jersey, like he's being pulled. Like, that isn't, that isn't time. And when you're worried about, you know, constantly getting hit, which he took seven sacks, there was a ton of tackles for loss also, you're constantly worried about that. I mean, it's hard to feel comfortable in the pocket, period. But... I think overall this is as good or better a group of wide receivers as, as they had last year. Well, I totally don't agree. But, you know, everybody got opinions. That's fair. Because if you watch LSU, LSU receivers. LSU's got wide NFL open. wide receivers. Yeah, Arkansas, but Arkansas has, had, Arkansas has had receivers in the past who are not LSU's receivers, who are not next-level receivers. In fact, a ton of them, and they've had guys with that have had success. I mean, Matt Landers isn't in the NFL right now. He caught over 900 yards receiving last year. But do you think about your opinion, Drew Morgan's not in the NFL right now. Keon Hatcher's not in the NFL. Those are pretty good receivers at Arkansas. Okay, do you think, uh, your opinion, that we got NFL receivers right now? No. Okay. That's, that's, that's exactly but I we think we on the same page. One more thing. Uh number 
number 17, whenever they want to give him Clark, they go get him. They they, they picked it where he one-on-one, he get burned up. Burned up. That's Who problem. else is a problem in the secondary? Uh, all the other three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Hudson Clark is their biggest problem in the secondary. I'm not saying well, he's, he's a weapon for him. This is a, it's a better. Would you agree Thank though? It's a better problem. secondary than they had last year. Yes, it is. Yes. And Hudson Clark has made a lot of plays. I don't know how many times yes. he's been beat or not. He has made a lot of plays. I can't count how many times last year. And I'm not saying Hudson Clark's an All-American, All-SEC type of guy. Uh, he's good enough for them to win, play winning football with uh, at a level which you know we expect them to do eight wins or something like that you know but i said all last year and you know he was getting hammered that he's by far not even close to the biggest problem they had in the secondary last year all right trey we will talk with you tomorrow that is trey biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by asher record service company rick schaefer i'm randy rainwater drive time sports will continue